0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: Hello, everybody. We are super excited to bring on Katie Doherty. Welcome to the show, babe.
2: Thank you so much. I love podcasts, and so I'm very excited to be be on one.
1: We are super excited with what you're going to spill today because you are a a service and a product-based business, babe. You do a little bit of both. And from what I know about your story, you had this passion, you saw this hole in the market, and you filled it. But you not only filled it, but you filled it with a 200K plus business that is as passive and as automated as possible and continues to try to be even more passive and automated. So I think you're going to really give us some peeks into some systems and tools that you use to make all of that happen. But I would love for you to kind of explain to us what it is the thing that you actually sell and you know, what do your numbers look like? How much stuff is going out? And do you, is this your full-time job or do you do something else?
2: Awesome. Yes, I would love to talk about that. So I am basically a full-time wedding and portrait photographer, which is what I've been doing since 2014. And I have a lot of I think a lot of people can relate to being very multi-passionate, and I honestly would not be happy or satisfied doing just one thing. I have too many ideas bouncing around in my head. So I was looking for, this is the product that's sold at laroucheshop.com, and they're glass photo boxes, and they're made for standard print sizes like 4 by 6 or 5 by 7 It's basically like a proof box, a way that photographers can deliver a stack of prints to their clients. And I was looking for something that was exactly like what I designed and I couldn't find it anywhere. This was back in 2014, early 2015. And so I basically created this glass photo box for myself to gift to my wedding clients and realized that actually... I didn't realize my friend kind of pushed me, my friend now business partner pushed me to realize that this is something that a lot of other professional photographers would want as well. And so we, in 2015, we... Totaled. Well, we came up to almost two hundred thousand dollars in sales. And granted, that's the sales. That's not the profit. And so that's this year. We're bringing in anywhere from like ten to twenty thousand dollars a month in sales. And obviously, I'm saying this not to brag, but just to kind of show what is possible. And like I said, this is not a full time thing. I enjoy doing photography on weekends, and um, I'm still doing both. And in in order to do both, I do need to think of ways to automate the product based glass box business.
0: Well, I love that you can really, you know, do one thing and really spend your time, like being a wedding photographer honestly, there's no real way to automate the process. Like you could, you could automate the editing as in outsource it to someone else, but you have to be there and physically in person to take the photos. Like there's not a robot on the planet that can (laughs) capture the moments that a human being can. But this product-based business, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces that If you utilize the right systems and the right tools that are on the market, you can spend way less time on it Mm -hmm. and see a lot more bang for your buck. So talk to me a little bit about the tools and resources that you use on a day-to-day basis to make your job a lot easier. Yes,
2: definitely. So Shopify, if if you already have a product or you have an idea of a product and you want to sell it online, I would highly recommend Shopify. We've been using Shopify since day one and I like it for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is that you can really customize your site and add on a lot of apps that do sort of automate things for you. For example, we have a twenty nine dollar a month basic plan. And I believe you can even start out with a free trial. But the one of the apps we use is called Moon Mail Recover Checkouts. And so what it does is someone's been shopping on your site and I do this all the time. Like I don't I'm not really actually sure what the psychology of it is, like why people put things <laughs> in their cart and then go away. But I it's do guilty. it all the time. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, th- I like imagining the idea of like maybe getting that necklace, but then I don't know if I'm really gonna buy it. But anyway, sometimes people just need that extra nudge to be like, "Hey, you know, you got this in your cart. Why did you leave the the website or whatever?" And sometimes when you get those, it's kind of creepy. It's like, "Well, how did they know that I was there?" you know? But this recovery checkout app basically automatically sends an email to the customer or the shopper saying, you know, you left this item in your car. And usually we add a little push like, you know, please enjoy free shipping on your first order. Sometimes shipping can be the one thing that was like they couldn't handle that it made Mm it $10 more expensive or whatever. So we, I should pull up the numbers on that because just having that automated thing come out makes people click through and purchase and that's not something that we go through and do it's just an app that is finding those people and we created the template you know one time thing you set it up Mm -hmm. and then it runs itself Um, so that's through Shopify but there's also I'd love to talk about this app because we just added it to our store and it's called FOMO it's literally called FOMO and it's twenty dollars a month so it's Something that you definitely need to like look at the numbers and make sure that even if you're making one sale off of it, then you know it pays for itself back. But it's like a little pop up that comes in the corner of your site and it'll say something like, someone in Phoenix, Arizona purchased a five by seven glass box, you know, and then you can also put put like the timestamp on it as in, you know, two minutes ago, or sometimes it says four hours ago or whatever. But it's kind of, I mean, we don't have anything to do with that, but it's another kind of automated thing that is like other people like to see that people are buying this.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've seen people even use that for list building. They'll be Uh like, so-and-so signed up and it'll be like, like this endless, like, well, God, yes. like I better sign up, like because people are yeah. signing up five right. times faster than I can get my name in
1: there,
2: right? Yeah. Definitely, and I think with this FOMO app, you can integrate it into other things besides like something they purchased. I think you can integrate it with like a Mailchimp or like just like what you said, you can mm-hmm. you can integrate it with other.
1: Yeah, we all things. want what everybody else is getting. That's so. true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, what else do we use with Shopify? We use Taxjar, which is another really great way of automating things. It's nineteen dollars a month and basically it keeps track sales tax can get tricky when you have a product based business and it's different with photography, which is service based, which at least in the state of California, I can't speak for like other states. It was hard enough figuring out how (laughs) California worked. (laughs) The services themselves are not taxable, but if there's anything that's product based, then it is taxable. So, Tax Jar basically totals up all of the sales. Have you girls heard of Tax Jar? I haven't. Um, it basically totals up all of the sales that the store is bringing in, and then it'll break down. It matters where the item was shipped to, not where right. it's coming from, but where it's being shipped to. So, it basically just breaks down exactly what states need to be paid and how much. Mm -hmm. And then in California, you can also enroll in autofile. So for years, I was trying to like log in to the board of equalization and pay the thing. And it was, it was confusing. So now that it's just like automatically filed, like I can't even explain how much easier that made my life. And
1: you don't like see that money or become attached to it. It's just like gone and gone. You don't even have to deal with it. That's true. That's so I, handy. I would... I'm
0: now very curious if that's available for... Uh, like, besides yeah. Shopify. Like, if other apps... Like, if other yeah. sites can use it. Do you happen to know? Oh,
2: definitely. It integrates with a bunch of stuff because we also sell our products on Amazon. And so you can integrate it with Amazon. I mean, you can integrate it with Etsy. I'm sure it can do, like, a lot of different platforms. That's awesome.
0: Because, yeah. honestly, the biggest reason... I because Emily and I have been working on like a side project that we haven't released yet, which maybe we'll release by the time this comes out. Yeah. And the biggest hesitation, and I haven't told Emily about it, (laughs) is uh I we would have to start filing sales tax for for products. And we haven't dealt with that at all because everything's been service-based or digital products, at least in our state, are non-taxable. So we've just basically avoided that Mm -hmm. monstrosity of the thing. So I'm like very interested in looking into that because I will happily pay $19 to have someone else figure it out.
2: (laughs) Oh, I think it's totally worth it. And Definitely very helpful. So that's TaxJar. I found out about it through a podcast, actually, or maybe it was Shopify. But they definitely integrate with a lot of other cool. platforms. And then another thing that we don't use anymore, which I can talk about in a little bit, but we were using it in the beginning, is Shipping Easy, and that is about twenty nine dollars a month. Um, and it's an app that I bu- it connects with other store with other platforms besides Shopify. But that's just what we use with it we use it with Shopify. So basically it just takes the customer's order out of Shopify and and I don't know what the right word is, exports it, syncs mm-hmm. it with shipping, shipping software. And so you can print shipping labels straight from there and they partner with Indicia. I think that's how you say that word, but it's like an online postage site that gives you sort of discounted rates than, you know, cheaper than it would cost to take it to the post office or UPS or whatever. And then when you, this is another nice automation feature is when you print the shipping label, it sends, it automatically sends a confirmation email to the customer with the tracking and everything. So, and it's also very simple and easy to use.
0: Do you happen to know how it compares to ShipStation?
2: I have not used ShipStation. I would imagine that they're pretty similar, though. Yeah.
1: Okay. What do you use now instead?
2: So... This is a whole new topic, but we outsourced all of our fulfillment to like Ooh, a third party. That's like Automation 2.0. Yeah. So <laughs> that is more recent and I okay. di- that's on my my list of things to do. Yes. Talk to you so kind of about.
1: We'll pause for a second. We'll get back to that one. Sure. Uh, talk to us about some other tools and resources that you use in business.
2: Sure. So one of the main things that my business partner, who side note, my business partner kind of has a different set of skills than I do, which is really nice. Um, And he is very more like big picture and I'm tend to get sometimes caught up in details (laughs) more so than seeing the big picture. I'm more detail oriented than he is anyway. And he has like a big reach and a big network. And that's kind of where he focuses his attention but he and i both were trying to figure out ways to automate and you know make things more streamlined and i use text expander which is basically their canned responses like you could create in gmail or whatever but basically you can make like an abbreviation like for example i would type semicolon signature and then it would auto populate like what I want to put in my signature or that's not the best example cuz you can already put that in an email but another example would be a uh, semicolon thanks and then it'll type out the whole sentence like thanks for your interest in our products like I'd be happy to help you out with that or whatever so it's basically like little snippets that you type in like one word and it'll auto populate the whole thing so that's cool I've done this for a lot of different things for example one sort of like an FAQ like something that people keep asking one example is if our boxes are broken they're glass they're fragile they're we do everything we can to pack and ship them like so carefully but sometimes i'm convinced that some like postal carriers are more aggressive than others because oh for sure <laughs> throw them over the fence <laughs> yeah yeah i can't even imagine what happens to our poor little boxes but what was i saying Totally lost my train of thought, thinking about so my postal man.
0: So, like, how would you talk
1: to a customer when they right. have if they're broken?
2: Right. So we have an auto responder type thing for if something is broken. It's basically Mm -hmm. like, you know, we're so sorry that your box has arrived less than perfect. We'd be happy to provide a replacement for you. And then if they haven't sent pictures, we ask them to just send us over a quick snapshot. And usually we give them like a little discount code to use in the future to just kind of like apologize for any inconvenience. Mm -hmm. So that email that we don't get often, but when we do, it literally takes me less than a minute to answer. Yeah because of text expander or you know same thing with any way that you want to uh, make mm-hmm. a canned response what else do we use i did want to talk about let me scroll down for a second actually i'm going to save that for sh- the stratted talk strategy to me section sure. we another resource is alibaba and have you heard of this girls
0: yeah, I have has you, have you,
2: Emily? I don't uh no. So it's it sounds like some like mythical characters. <laughs> like I just think of Aladdin, but Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> So I heard about Alibaba when I was listening to a, another podcast. I love this podcast. It's called The Money Pillow, Lashawn Malarkey. And he actually is kind of what sparked my whole interest in passive income. But anyway, Alibaba is a resource for wholesale, bulk wholesale products, basically. And a lot of them are located overseas, pretty heavily in Asia, Um, like China, India, um, places like that. And it's basically anything you could ever want, they have it. (laughs) So that's how I found the glass boxes originally. So um, I was searching for glass keepsake box or something like that. And I, like I said, there's all sorts of Glass boxes for jewelry, and you know uh, anything you could want to put in it. But they were not, at least when I was starting to create this product, there was nothing that was catered toward print sizes, and and I also didn't want it to be super deep. Our boxes are like mm-hmm. an inch and a half deep, so you don't you don't have to put like five hundred pictures in there for it to look full, but. I did not find the specific product on Alibaba, so you do have to do some searching. I basically found a vendor in India, and he made these glass boxes, glass frames. Um, You've probably seen like glass terraniums, like glass and brass, basically, whatever you could make Mm -hmm. with those two materials. And I basically said, can you make a box with these specific dimensions? And he said, of course. And you know, we kind of exchanged back and forth through email drawings that I kind of did up on in Photoshop or just like drew on a piece of paper. And he came back with a price. It was like so cheap. I couldn't believe it. Um, I think it was for the original design, like $5 and 50 cents. And then of course, a per box. And then Of course, they have to ship it, which can get kind of pricey if you're not ordering in bulk. But anyway, he sent me the first box and it needed a little bit of tweaking. And so that's kind of the process on Alibaba. You order a sample, you explain what you want, you order a sample, they send it to you. The shipping is going to be pricey. It's probably going to be shipped through DHL, which is like a very quick way to get things from internationally. And then, you know, you provide any feedback, you say, I really like this, but I'm not so fond of this, or we need to change the size or the color or whatever. And then after that, what I would do is put in an order of like 50 boxes, you know, not huge, but not like really small. And then just kind of start small and then grow from there. But Alibaba is where we've sourced a lot of our products and there's a lot of strange stuff on there. So you, <laughs> you do have to like really dig for it, mm-hmm. but we also sell flash drives from that we found on there as well.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I think that like if for those of you who are product based people who haven't heard of that and who constantly are like, but where do I even start finding something that like start there? Go sure. there and dig around. It might be like a thrift shop style, but maybe you can yeah, find it something. It is an uh, endless, Definitely.
0: endless, um, endless website. I have wasted <laughs> hours of my life and then not purchased anything. <laughs> but it is... <laughs> anything. You're the one adding uh, stuff to your well, inspiration I think I board. I spent from the that most time night. there when <laughs> I was like planning my wedding. Because you could... I was going to maybe purchase like uh, full- just random decorations and
1: all sorts right of wedding figures or whatever yeah
0: totally get that endless supply of options but I love <sighs> that you were able to find like an actual manufacturer that way I think most people are like I am not telling yeah. you how I found my manufacturer It's secret that is something <sighs> I will never tell anyone <sighs> ever so thank thank you for being open and honest <laughs> right. about that that is really awesome <laughs>
2: Of course. Yeah. And that is kind of something that my partner and I talked about, like how much information do we want to really like let go. But when you think, I just feel like if someone's really going to want to figure it out, they're going to figure it out anyway. And since, I don't know, I just feel like I'd rather inspire someone to start their own thing than like try to be secretive about it. Yep.
1: Yep. I love it. So before we get to the fulfillment center and like automation 2.0. I want to kind of hear like what those first couple months look like for you of being in business, you know, hitting 200 K your first year, like holy bananas. How does that even happen? I mean, I know your partner has a big network and, and was it just referrals? Was it just selling for friends? Was it a fantastic marketing strategy that you unlocked that first year? What do you think really led to those sales?
2: Sure. Well, I have to say, when I first sold my the first box in January 2015. So this was like just over two years ago. I was just I literally didn't tell a soul about this. Like this was before Phil, my business partner, knew about it. Cause I can be kind of like weird and secretive and like I don't know if this is a good idea. And, and I don't and know if I should tell sh- anyone. But
1: yeah, have um, you met our audience <laughs> like <laughs> 90% of our people.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Well, I definitely know how you feel because you're just <laughs> unsure and you want some sort of like validation, but literally the only way to find out if it's a good idea is to try to push it Guys, and see what the response look, is. So I,
0: we,
1: we, it's, yeah, not it's just us saying this stuff. We do not pay our <laughs> guests to say what we want them to say, <laughs> say <laughs> before <laughs> they come on. <laughs>
2: No, that's okay. Totally fine. So anyway, I didn't tell anyone about it. I made like literally like $200 until Mm -hmm. April. So I tell my friend Phil about this and he's just like beside himself (laughs) that I haven't told anyone. He thinks it's the best idea ever.
1: I Um, love Phil.
2: he's, (laughs) He's also a wedding photographer. So he's like, I think this is a huge market. I think people would really want this. At that time, I was only selling a square box because that's what I wanted for my five by five inch prints. But he's like, why on earth aren't you doing like four by six boxes? boxes and five by seven boxes and like all these other print sizes people often print. And I said, I don't know. Great question. Mm -hmm. So basically, I think it's okay to start with one product and then realize, oh, this is kind of working. What else is similar to it that we could like expand on? So literally words out of our brains and mouths. Good. I'm so glad we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. We we did not really pick up any kind of traction until April. And what I attribute that to is, number one, Instagram. Our, I think we're kind of lucky in the sense that this is a product for professional photographers. So professional photographers are going to take amazing pictures. Yeah. So
1: you pro- have like the ugliest pictures on your feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I think... In that way, we did get kind of lucky because the photographers are wanting to show off their products that they're offering to clients. They're tagging us. We're reposting. And so it really spread pretty quickly from that. We don't have a huge Instagram following. It's about like 5,000. But I definitely attribute Instagram to some of that growth. We also started sending out free promo boxes to, I guess you could call them influencers influencers that has probably that would be one of my number one tips is and this was Phil's idea of finding people who have you know people reading their blogs or decent following on Instagram and just gifting mm-hmm. them a box and seeing how they like it, asking them to post and tag. And then that just also spread. And we had at the beginning on our checkout page, one of our questions was, how did you find us? And probably half was a fellow photographer. That was awesome. what people were saying. And lastly, what else can I say about spreading the word? I really well, think those are the here, two. Here's what I want to point things.
0: out. And You know, Katie, I forgive you if you haven't listened to every strategy hour ever. But (laughs) (laughs) the thing I'm noticing, we're not a product-based business, but these product-based businesses that have been super successful and grown rapidly, they have had products that are A, like solving some kind of problem, and B, Mm -hmm. they are super shareable. So like, Is there a way to do both? Like, is there a way to make something beautiful and effective and shareable? And like, I don't think it needs to be simple. Like, I don't think it needs to be complicated is what I'm trying to say. Like, it just make it like, it's a box, a glass box. Like, how long (laughs) have boxes been around? I don't know. Forever. Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? get get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be groundbreaking. It can just be. And I mean, I feel like this is something you guys have probably definitely said. I've listened to quite a few episodes, Mm -hmm. but not all of them, that you find something that you want for yourself and other people are going to want it.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's because not only like is the literal need there because you needed it so you created the thing, but as soon as you fulfill that need for yourself, you're so freaking passionate about that thing that even if other people were like, eh, it's like maybe uh, it would be a cool thing to have, it's an add-on, if they feel that energy from you and see that love and passion from you, they're gonna convince themselves that they absolutely need to include it in their product lineup. Mm-hmm. Their brides absolutely need it. And and it's, it's honestly, it's why we encourage people to to start with that thing that you just know really well and you're super freaking passionate about because well, you can link that to everyone you else. Know, and that's it's a going product to that's you.
0: multi-faceted. Sure you may start with marketing to weddings but I'm sitting here thinking about how yesterday on Instagram Emily was sharing photos of her baby and I know Emily really freaking well and those photos mm-hmm. are just gonna sit in a stack mm-hmm. somewhere in her house and collect dust and she's never going to have the time mm-hmm. to frame them and get yep. them on the wall. She might frame one or two, but most of them are going to end up in a stack. Yeah. Stop and talking about so, me like you know but me. But, like, seriously, for, like, a new <laughs> mom, like, she wants photos of her baby yeah. laying around the house, but they're going to collect dust unless they're in this beautiful glass box that you just created for them.
2: All right. Emily, I'm going to send you a box. Hey, hey, hey,
1: I'll Instagram
2: it. If you, if you have some photos, I can print them and send it to you. And also we um, engrave the boxes if there's any sort <gasps> of like personalization that you want to do.
1: Oh, <laughs> we'll chat. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay so, so we have like 10 minutes left before we get into talk strategy to me. So I want to talk about the fulfillment center. I want to talk about... When did you know you were ready? When did you know that automation, the the way that you had automated it prior wasn't enough anymore? And you did have to do that 2.0 automation. And then talk to me about like finding the people and working out
2: kinks and stuff. Yes, I love this topic. Okay, so... Where do I begin? We <laughs> were using my parents' garage as storage. It was like our headquarters basically. Shout out to mom and dad. I I love them. Um <laughs> I honestly don't know how much they minded. I mean, they weren't kicking me out, but it was kind of like, how many more boxes are you going to bring in the garage? Like mm-hmm. I was kind of confined at least at first to like the one car portion of the garage and then it kind of spilled over into like the second Car. And then my dad's like, I can barely fit a car in the garage. So you
1: that was always,
2: yeah, that <laughs> was always in the back of my mind. Like, how are we going to grow if we don't have the physical space? I mean, that would be the first thing I would mm-hmm. say. Are you ready for this? Well, are, do you have space or not? <laughs> Pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. So we looked at two different options. We we're like, well, we could get a warehouse storage space and still ship orders ourselves. Um, we did have help like packing and shipping, but we were doing everything ourselves. Or should we look at some fulfillment centers. Actually, we had a few reach out to us mm-hmm. through email and ask if we were interested. And I'd be happy to share the one that we use as well. But I was honestly really, really hesitant. I read the book Finding or Delivering yes. Happiness by the guy who Thanks. founded Zappos.
1: Oh, you yes, read like this?
2: <laughs> this like it's like I never got around to reading any
0: other business
2: books. So Go
0: ahead. <laughs> well, the only one she
2: knows. it's a great book. And they actually, what I read about their story was it actually kind of scared me because they did end up getting a fulfillment third party warehouse to like ship all their shoes. And it was a disaster, at least in their case. So mm-hmm. I was afraid to give up that control because. First of all, they're not even in our state. Ooh. They're in Texas. We're in California. So it's not even like I can pop in and say hi. Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: but basically ultimately I did I decide that I didn't want to be spending time on like figuring out what to do with all the cardboard boxes that were overflowing in my parents' mm-hmm. garage. I didn't want to figure out like scheduling daily pickups from the post office and getting the the boxes out when people ordered them we had employees and that was a whole nother thing that we had to like start to really figure out like how we payrolling these people and all this like technical stuff that like was taking away from what I liked to do which was create the products and take pictures and kind of mingle with people on social media and i didn't want to be like a professional packer obviously that's <laughs> not, that's not my life dream and so The center that we found reached out to us. They're located in Austin, Texas. And um, it's Simple Fulfillment with no E on the end. Simple. And basically, we ship our products straight from the manufacturer to them. So we're not even touching the products at all. And this has only been since 20 – well, the beginning of 2017. So six Mm months-ish. And they – as the orders come in – they pack it, they ship it. I really super emphasize that I care about packaging because mm-hmm. I do. It's very it's not just like slap it in a box and send it off. Like we kind of I've tweaked it to perfection almost <laughs> to make it look very boutique and mm-hmm. that it didn't just like come straight out of a styrofoam box. I didn't want it to be like that. So, yeah. they were willing to you have to bring this stuff up beforehand like are you willing to buy pink bubble wrap for us because i really Mm -hmm. want that and are you willing to like take the time to pack it up like even if it costs extra like please we need it to happen so they were very accommodating and they pack orders monday through saturday same day if it if the order comes in before 2 p.m they ship it out the same day what else can I say about it? They do not... This particular company, it'll it'll vary, but this particular company just charges per order to pack and ship. So they're charging us $6 per order to pack it and then plus whatever it costs for shipping. And they don't charge any sort of storage fees or anything like that. So it really is not... like I honestly haven't crunched the numbers compared to what we were paying our packers before, but I feel like it's very comparable to what it was or even cheaper.
1: I would say even cheaper because, I mean, you have to factor in that your parents now have a garage again, like paying for a storage unit instead of not having to pay it there. I think, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Yeah. So- What about when you're shipping from Amazon? So you said you sell on Amazon. Does Amazon fulfill that or does your
2: yes? We used to do FBA by Amazon, which is fulfilled by Amazon. Amazon's a great place to sell products because they already have such a huge reach and you can opt. We started with them shipping on our behalf through the FBA program, but now we just sell on there and have our fulfillment center ship.
0: That way you're in control Amazon. of the packaging and the quality. And yeah. I I get yeah. it. And I can see, I mean, obviously people are like, I want my two day free shipping, but chill out people. Right.
2: <sighs> chill out. Yeah. Folks. A- I mean, Amazon prime is amazing. And I, th- we have had like a small drop in sales since we took that off, so I think that free Prime shipping really does do something for people. But for us, it was worth it to to. Well, just- and
1: and all as a buyer of stuff from Amazon, that I know that they have like smaller boutique shops. I will a hundred percent say I bought a a wooden play gym for my daughter. And I know that they have their own shop, but I could get free shipping on prime Mm -hmm. from Amazon because they sell a couple of their options there. And I ordered it. I didn't get like tissue paper that was branded. I didn't get a card. I didn't like, there was literally nothing. It was Amazon bubble wrap, Amazon tape. And I knew I, I, well, I wondered, I didn't know because I've never ordered from any from them before, but I figured they would have some sort of like friendly touch personal touch to their thing just knowing their brand and I and I'm still wondering obviously to this day what I missed out on by not ordering from their shop yeah. so I, I think for people who care about that which are the type of buyers that you're selling to anyways we appreciate it so, so. before we yeah, jump into talk strategy to me
0: I, I mean I have a little insight mm-hmm. and I can see what we're the agenda was for today. So I'm curious if you could talk to me a little <laughs> bit about the apps you use for communication and specifically Trello and Slack and how that's worked for you as a product-based business.
2: Sure. Well, I hear you girls talk about Trello for business, which I have not yet what? looked into. Friends. We, we just are using regular old Trello, I think. Or is there something special for businesses or is Trello just Trello?
1: Oh, girl. We'll talk. Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, what we're using Trello now in this currently is... We, like I mentioned, we have a personalized um, engraving add-on. So um, we've basically partnered with an engraving studio, which is also in Texas. I don't know what the pull to Texas is, but it's happening. (laughs) It feels like everything's happening there. But we basically send her a stock of boxes and people can add on any kind of personalization that they want. So, for example, in a wedding, they would do something like, you know, Sam and Allie, April third. 2017 or it could be a quote that's meaningful to the couple or it could it could be literally anything but the engraving artist is actually who introduced this to me she basically i'll upload you know, new order. We have different cards. So it's like incoming orders, etching in progress, need shipping label, and then ship to client. So we can kind of mm-hmm. always be seeing where she's at without like emailing back and forth. Like I can just see, oh, she moved that incoming card to etching in progress. So we know that that's mm-hmm. happening. And then when it's when she needs a shipping label, I can get that for her. So that's sort of the extent for Trello. I used yeah. when we had girls. Helping us out in the parents' garage. I also created checklists for them in Trello. And when it was needed, it wasn't always needed, but I could communicate with them that way. And I liked Trello because instead of like a text or an email, like they would just be responsible for looking at Trello when they were at Mm -hmm. work instead of like bot and I could add it on there whenever I wanted. It was like eleven PM. I'm like, oh, I need Maria to do this tomorrow. And then I could just add it in there instead of like worrying about okay, tomorrow at one o'clock she'll be at the house. So I should text her or call her at that time. So I think those are the two big benefits to Trello that I've found. And then we also recently started using Slack. And it's basically, I would say, benefits or organization. It's so easy for us to keep everything in one place because we're using channels. Like, I can open it up right now and tell you their channels. We have like a taxes channel, an inventory channel. Uh, Ideas channel. And so anything that we have, Phil and I used to just talk in instant messenger on Facebook and like a week would go by and we would have to like scroll up Mm -hmm. and see like, what were we talking about? But Slack is searchable. You can type in like a word and he I don't know if he's going to appreciate me saying this, but he's kind of like forgetful. And so now I like, look, we talked about it on April 13th. I can. okay. Abby it.
1: and I need that. <laughs> Guess who's the forgetful one. Yeah. Abby. <laughs>
2: you know what? It's, but it's just, yeah, you know? it's fine. <laughs> I love Slack. I think it's a great tool. It's free. It doesn't cost yeah. anything. And yeah, it's it's basically we use it for our chat feature. We talk mm-hmm. once a week on the phone, but this is what we're using like daily to, to communicate with. Once a week, with.
0: I would be like crazy.
2: <laughs> anyway, <Lost>. anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we type out a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, we uh, we use Boxer to do those mostly because like,
0: I'm like lazy and don't like typing things anymore. That's a hundred percent. So it's like a walk. It's a walkie-talkie <laughs> app essentially, and you can, and so you can Whoa. send voice memos yeah. back and forth to each other, and you can have channels as well. So you could have like, you could have mm-hmm. different topics, or you can have different people and groups. So we have,
1: yeah, clearly not searchable, but we also get our thoughts out better verbally, and so it's easy for like quick like. How would you handle this? Yeah, it's real usually the right now, now situation.
0: It's not usually like let me keep this forever yeah. situation. So
2: Right, wow, right? That's <laughs> cool. boxer. What's the name of it again? I like with the sa- the sound yeah. feature. Oh, with a V. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Got so
0: it. now let's move into talk
2: strategy to me. Cool. I have some tips. I kind of broke it down into two different sections, like getting started as as in you have you maybe haven't started yet, but you have some ideas circulating. And then I have some couple things for if you've already started but you want to move toward automation. Yeah. So my favorite one of my favorite quotes is from Marie Forleo, and she says clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So I just love that. And I've always kind of been like an action stepper. Like you can't, you come to a point where you can't think about it anymore and you just have Mm -hmm. to do something. And through that step, you're going to be able to decide what the next step is and the next step. And it's so much easier than trying to plan it all out, like up front. But anyway, I would just, by getting started, my number one tip would be to start noticing or like writing down things that you think would be easier. Life would be easier if this thing existed, especially like in your work or your industry. It could also just be something that you really want to exist, like in my case, and you find someone on Alibaba to make this thing (laughs) for you. And it doesn't have to be Alibaba. I'm sure there are like thousands of other wholesalers. You just have to do some good Google searching. Mm-hmm. And that would be my first tip. Write down some things that you wish existed and see, take any small step to researching like the physical thing that could make it a reality. Number two, I already talked about Shopify, but I would I would sign up for Shopify like right now if you have mm-hmm. something you want to sell. You can do a free trial, I think for two weeks or something like that. And just play around with some free templates, get some really nice product photos or if you don't have product photos yet, just plug in some pictures so you can start imagining what things would look at look like. I'm like when I see a website, it be it feels real to me, you know? It's not such like a abstract idea. It's like, "Oh, I have a website and I could hit publish anytime I want to." And so even if you don't even know if you're going to do it, like just Sign up for Shopify, play around with it. I think it's very intuitive. And definitely start with that. Third thing, consider a partner who you might want to work with, someone with opposite or complementary skills. And Just reach out to them. I honestly have always been an individual worker because kind of goes hand in hand with wanting things to be done my way and just being like a little bit controlling. Question mark. (laughs) I don't want that to be true, but I think it is. (laughs) Finding somebody who, it doesn't have to be a friend. It could be, there's a, I don't know the name of it, but there's literally a website that's kind of like dating like match.com but it's match for business partners like you have an idea and you're looking for this skill set to complement like your skill sets so i think there's all sorts of ways to find someone to partner with and you know if it's a friend or someone you know it can get kind of well you girls are friends nothing bad has happened to you
1: we were partners first and then became friends how did you girls Uh find each other on a
2: facebook group nice yeah yeah Okay. And so reach out to... Which is also kind of like the online dating site for people. (laughs) I like that. I like that. So just kind of throwing the idea out there that you're open to collaborating because that other person could like expand the business Mm -hmm. and give you thoughts and ideas that you never would have come up with on your own. And it really is probably the best thing that I've done is decide to like bring someone else on with me.
1: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent agree.
2: So, if you already have a website or a product, or you know you're kind of already rolling on it, even if it's Etsy or whatever platform you decided to sell on, you got to start systemizing everything you do. So, you can start with emails. So, any email, even if you think it's just a one-time thing, make a template. Maybe you know, maybe one-time thing is extreme, but if you got this same question twice, make mm-hmm. make a template. I like Text Expander, but you could use Gmail, like Canned Response, and just come up with a response, one time thing, and then it'll be there for you in the future. Also, for every action that you have in your business, like things that you do on a daily basis, just write down the steps you take. Make sure that it's efficient and accurate. And then you can sort of use that as a guidebook for outsourcing the parts of the business that you don't need to be a part of or that you don't want to be a part of or like aren't really your strengths or whatever. So when I started doing this, I just typed it out in a Google Doc. But then my preferred way of doing it is just to make videos of procedures. So with QuickTime, you can do a screen recording and I'll just, for example, we have a girl who helps us like sort of virtually now. And so if I have a task that I've been doing and I'm like, this is really simple. I think I could just make a video of myself doing this, send it out to Jen and she could do it from now on. So it's things like we send out free promo boxes still to photographers who we think would like the product. And so we have to create a manual order. You know, it's not something they went into our website in place. We have to like fill in their information and send it out that way. So I did a quick time recording of me doing that. And now anytime Jen needs to do it, she can refer to that video. Or even if, you know, down the line, if she's not with us anymore, I still have this drop box of videos that anyone could watch and kind of do on their own. And yeah. as things change, you might need to like update the videos or, you know, whatever. You can organize them too into we have like a blogging folder and a shipping procedures folder. And I think videos work for well, you girls seem to like the audio visual stuff instead of typing mm-hmm. it or writing it out.
1: Yeah, no, we found making videos for our team super helpful. It's the same same idea of like I might be able to pass this off one day. So I'm going to go ahead and just spend an extra like 10 minutes explaining what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and then it's done. And then you just, we keep a a master file in a Trello board. And so it's training videos galore and we'll either tag our necessary assistant on there or just save it for future reference.
2: Nice. And then my last tip would be to... Do your very best to give up do a little it. control. So <laughs> you can hire a virtual assistant, which basically just means like they, they don't need to be in your city or your location. They could be anywhere. And I've found a couple on Upwork to do the tasks that I just kind of mentioned above. But, you know, anywhere I would really suggest. And this is coming from like someone who doesn't want to do this, but if you it feels so good when you can say, yeah, they're doing that. It's being taken care of. It's no different than when I was doing it. And now I can focus mm-hmm. on something else.
1: Yep. No, 100%. That's the, one of the hardest things to do, but the, one of the best things you can do in your business and for your business. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. Guys, that was like a whole mess of strategy <laughs> and action steps. And apps like we're gonna have to like list them all out so y'all know where to go to get them. Please, we'll do, we'll do that for you because we love you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everyone where they can find you online and how they can check out what you offer.
2: Of course, I recently started or created a new website called me. and I think me is such a fun like website extension. It doesn't have to be .com. But I just did that because I have like several projects and everything I'm doing is all in one place on there. And can I share a little discount code if anyone wants to buy a box? At laroushop.com, you can type in the code strategy and get $15 off your order. And we have, like I said, the glass boxes, flash drive, we have some silk ribbon and some other little goodies too.
1: Awesome, We'll pop up those direct links in the show notes guys so you know exactly where to go. Thank you so much. Yay, that
0: was a lot of fun.
2: You're welcome. It was fun.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.